Judas in my mind. It's still the best intro in professional wrestling today. Welcome to the Funk It Pod Wrestling Wednesday. It's Wednesday somewhere. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Even though we moved because of SmackDown, of course. Because um, SmackDown is still the only WWE show right now that I'm going to talk about. The other thing that happens on Monday is still banned. It's still fired. But before I start talking with Smack... I'm going to start to talk about AEW Dynamite because Dynamite put on the better shows over the past few weeks. Let's see if this was also the case this week. And Dynamite started off strong with Christian Cage. It's still, it's still hard to get used. I know it's, it's the name that he used before, but it's still hard to get used to it. Uh, versus Matt Seidel. Um, and that was not bad at all. Um, I think Matt Seidel, I really like this new style of his. Like this adjusted style of his. I like it. I, I liked him back then when he was just high-flying and stuff like this in WWE. I already liked him back then, of course. Um, but now it's it's just a better all-around game, I think. And I like the attitude that he has right now. So I, I appreciate that. Of course, Christian Cage had to win this one, obviously. Um, but there was a good match. Nice match to start things off. Christian Cage still looking strong, of course. Um, yeah, the veteran that he is. So um, good job. Um, great match. Good good. Good way to start things off, I believe, as, as, as I just said before. Uh, afterwards, and I'm looking at my notes to not, not um, forget anything, Ricky Starks came out. I, to be honest, Ricky Starks has, I mean, we've seen him like weekly or like, like some vignettes and or like some segments, but I don't really miss him that much, to be honest. But he came out and he said, hey, Christian, uh, Matt Sardell, um, I gotta have, I have some business to settle with that, that dude here. Um... And then, of course, Team Taz was there, Brian Cage uh, coming, uh, Hobbs and Hook. They all attacked Christian and Seidel, of course. Um, and Taz was just happy on, on the commentary, like, yeah, that's that's how we plan it. <laughs> then Hangman Adam Page came out with a drink in his hand, gives it to Ricky Starks, and then just goes into the into the ring and uh, tries to help. But they, uh, the numbers are catching up to them. They're beating him down. And, and in the end, it was Brian Cage hitting Hangman Adam Page with a powerbomb to close this segment, which then obviously leads us to uh, future foods, feuds, foods, feuds. <laughs> Good starting, good way to start things off, I believe. I was in, I was engaged, I was uh, interested, I liked it. So um, yeah, good way to start things off. Then we had John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus the acclaimed. And I'm not the biggest, the biggest Eddie Kingston fan when it comes to his move set. Obviously, I mean it's not that spectacular. I am a big fan of his storytelling and of course of his promos though. And Kingston and Moxley together, we noticed already. We've seen it over the past few weeks. Them together, promo-wise, it's just amazing. So that, that's just lots and lots and lots of fun. The acclaimed, however, are also coming into their own. Like in the beginning, there were those new new young kids like trying to like high fly and stuff like this. And now they're like finding the groove that rapping that I was making fun of a few weeks ago has gotten, gotten way better. The bars that he was spitting um were quite cool to be honest like he was he was talking shit about eddie kingston's outfit and like it looks like a 04 and so on and he was like talking about john moxley and like dropping some oral session references in regards to uh, john's wife who's doing like the oral sessions podcast uh, renee paquette so that was pretty cool um it was fun you can see john moxley but also playing off like you didn't and then you knew they were in a world of trouble the match was surprisingly, not surprisingly, because I mean the acclaimed were ranked above Moxley and Kingston in the 
in, I was about to say charts, um, in the rankings. But of course, Moxley and Kingston pulled it off in the end. But the Acclaim gave them a good run for the money. It was it was fun. It was good. Um, yeah, I like them. I like them, the Acclaimed. Uh, right now for the story, Moxley and Kingston have to win, of course. But I like the Acclaimed as a tag team. Uh, I hope they, they get their shot that they deserve eventually. Uh, afterwards, we then saw also another segment so to speak we saw sting and darby allen attacking ethan page and scorpio sky um yeah sting was they were talking and then sting was coming lights down sting comes out and distracts them like oh, yeah. and then um darby allen sneaks into the ring from behind uses a skateboard and attacks them and then they're just all attacking each other and then of course it all breaks down um yeah that's that's all well done like nothing to complain about too much it's just i'm not that invested in that anymore maybe it's just me maybe you like it um for me it's not that exciting anymore i don't i don't know why i don't i don't connect to even patrons scorpio sky and i don't know why i always when i when i was younger and i was watching a uh, ring of honor and so on I always thought Scorpio Sky is such a cool name. <laughs> he should be a superstar. Um, and he should. He's really good in the ring. Um, and probably Ethan Page as well. I don't know that much about Ethan Page. I haven't watched him before, to be honest. But it just doesn't click right now. I don't know. Maybe the a hardcore match or something will do the trick. But right now, uh, not that invested in that feud, to be honest. Again, maybe it's just that's just me that because I, I don't know I don't know enough about him. Uh, we then, of course, had the inner circle responding to the Pinnacles challenge. And I said Pinnacle right this time on, like on the first try. Nice. Uh, so the Pinnacle said, yeah, you can have a rematch, but if it's going to be stadium stampede, and if you lose, you have to disband the inner circle. The inner circle, and of course, everybody took the mic. Sammy started, and Jake Hager, who should not do promos, uh, talked, and... Santana Ortiz, whoever, well, everyone was talking and Chris Jericho was last, of course, with a good promo again because it's Chris Jericho. And of course, they accept um, the challenge, but of course, they're not going to lose because they're going to beat them down one by one. Yeah, okay. So the Inner Circle accepts the Pinnacles challenge um, for the stadium stampede at double or nothing. That should be fun. That should be really fun. I was just thinking we should go down the road and like mention how many outlets were hating on the cage match but i know i i mean i also wasn't a fan of the ending of course the ending was a bit lame and also in the fall wasn't that like like i said in in the review back then like i think shane mcmahon shane mcmahon falls better <laughs> from higher stuff but overall um yeah I'm looking forward to that match again. It was the I think the the last one, the Bloods and Guts, was fun. Bloods and Guts, Blood and Guts was fun. So I think the Stadium Stampede should be awesome too. But after that, I think we have to move on away from like those those eight man matches. Uh, we saw a good women's match, and that isn't meant to be sexist. It's just the women's division isn't always been highlighted that well in AW. Neither is it in WWE, by the way. Um, so this time we had Serena Deep versus Red Velvet, and they, we know that they both can go, and they showed it, which was really good. It was like, again, like very active, back and forth. I'm Red Velvet looking strong, Serena Deep looking like the champ that she is, and then in the end she pulled off the victory. That was a good match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, if I would grade it, what I don't do, but if I would grade it, it would be like, almost an a maybe i'm not it was really it was fun to watch i sat down and watched it and i enjoyed it so great job serena deep and red velvet that was that was cool what was not cool 
And I hate this. I hate this segment. I hate this story. I hate everything about it. Austin Gunn was Antonio Gogo. Oh, and then, like, of course, like, Arn Anderson is out there with Austin Gunn and, and Cody is out there with Austin Gunn with an American flag. <laughs> it's 2021, man. That, 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 is, that is so WWE-style booking right now and storytelling. I hate it. It's terrible. And Austin Gunn, like, starting off with, like, lots of flips and stuff. And you're like, yeah, cool. Ooh, but you know what's going to happen. And, of course, Antonio Gogo hit, hits, like, a stupid gut punch. Like, <laughs> It's a wrestling show in here. It's a, it's a gut punch. And of course, the gut punch like flattens Austin Gunn, but Austin Gunn crawls back up. It's another gut punch. It's basically spitting blood now. And then he's still trying to come in and Antonio Gogo just throws him in the air and hits him one more time or something like this. Um, <laughs> and it's WWE style booking. And that, that, that move is just so stupid. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, it's a profession, like, you're, 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 you're supposed to suspend, like, disbelief and, like, okay, professional wrestle, wrestling, they do, like, moonsaults and whatnot and flying around and stuff. And then, then he just grabs you and hits you in the gut. And that's then where you, how you die. Lame. Lame. Worst segment on the show. Worst segment on the show. Worst segment. Did I say it's the worst segment on the show? Yeah, it's the worst segment. I'm just scrolling so I don't forget anything. I think I forgot something, by the way. Um, but this was the worst segment on the show so far. I think I, I forgot the match um, between Rebel and Hikaru Shida. Rebel came out with um, Dr. Britt Baker. And, um, yeah, of course, Hikaru Shida won, which then sets up uh, the next match against Dr. Britt Baker. For the title, uh, I don't know why I didn't have this in my notes right now. Wasn't that great? Uh, was was fast. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, maybe that's why I left it out. Uh, the last match then was the main event, of course, the Young Bucks, the champions versus the Varsity Blondes for the AEW Dynamite World Tag Team Championship, and that again was a good match. And the Varsity Blondes, while I hate the hair, um, are becoming a really good tag team they're working fast um it looks very coherent smooth it's really good it's really fun to watch i really enjoyed it so yeah in the end of course the young bucks had to win of course why why uh, nefarious means again and of course now again that's the one thing that i didn't like i came with like this stupid cold spray and then the referee sees it takes it away and then he has another cold spray and another cold spray and then just sprays like everybody Damn, that was just a bit annoying. Until then, it was a really good match. Afterwards, um, they're celebrating with uh, Don Callis and so on, of course. Then Mox and Kingston come out um, and will kind of interrupt the <laughs> interrupt the celebration. Uh, in the, eventually, they beat them down, the Young Bucks, and they, they, they take off their Gucci, Versace, whatever shoes it was, Louis Vuitton shoes, whatever it was this time around, and then just steal their shoes, and that's how we go off the air. Nice. Overall, again, AW is still lots of fun to watch. It's still the best wrestling show out there so far, I think. Um, what I hate is the Cody segment right now because it just smells like WWE, and the commercial breaks in between are so annoying because there are so many so long yeah you have picture and picture but the commercial picture is like 80 percent of the screen and then you have 20 percent of the wrestling so come on 
it's really annoying really annoying um yeah but overall it's still a fun show but those things are getting on my nerves a little bit speaking of getting on my nerves let's talk about smackdown <laughs> Smackdown started with like a parade of champions, but then Paul Heyman came out and said like, they're not champions, they're title holders. There's only one champion and this is Roman Reigns and he's not here right now because he doesn't want to mingle with you losers. Um, great promos by Paul Heyman. He said, later tonight we will have like a parade for the champion because he's the actual real champion. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, back and forth. Eventually we get things settled. So the main event, I start with this one because it's the main thing that happened on the show was um, the fail four-way between Apollo Crews, um, Big E, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. And it was fun. That was a really good, fun match. Of course it was, because everybody involved can actually go. I still hate the fake Nigerian accent by Apollo Crews and Commander Assis. Um, but other than that, your yeah, Owens, Sami Zayn, hitting like helluva kicks and... I don't know, power bombs and whatnot on, on each other was just awesome. Um, I can't get enough of, of 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 those two clashing with each other, even though we've seen it like a thousand times. Um, Big E with his power moves in between, also awesome. In the end, he was almost there to like deliver the big ending to Apollo Crews, but then lights go out. <gasps> he did, I think he delivered a big ending, right? And then the lights went out and <gasps> Alistair Black coming out, slowly slithering into the ring. Black Mass to Big E, Apollo Crews covers Big E and retains. Yeah, cool. Why? Why is Alistair Black mad at Big E? <laughs> Storytelling. I don't know. Why? Mm. Not even the best commentator in the business, my Pat McAfee, could explain that. <laughs> so, hmm. I don't know what's his issue with Big E. Why wouldn't he take out the champion and make a statement? <laughs> the match was cool until until that. And what else did we have? Well, oh yeah, in the beginning, Bailey of course came out like, I'm supposed to be a champion. I'm not, but that's just because that one, Bianca Belair is cheating, man. And then they attacked Bianca Belair in the ring. Um, uh, them meaning Bailey, Shayna Baszler, and uh, Nia Jax. And so they then teamed up and they had to fight Bianca Belair, Tamina, and Natalia. And they defeated them via this uh, via submission and of course with like interferences and so on um i to be honest i didn't watch the whole match because well you know it by now what we what else did we have we had shinsuke nakamura coming out with like a live guitar rendition of his of his uh, entrance music which was great of course and it was just going all kinds of crazy um What's his name? Rick Books um, with the guitar player, uh, which was kind of cool, but also kind of weird because it didn't sound great uh, all the time. Uh, Pat McAfee on commentary was just going crazy playing air guitar in Michael Cole's face. That was fun. Pat McAfee makes commentary so much better, so thanks for this. Um, and then eventually um, Corbin seemed to have the upper hand again. Then Rick Books starts to just play the riffs. And that distracts a professional wrestler, a two-meter-tall, 100-kilo guy, so much that he gets surprised by Shinsuke Nakamura and gets rolled up. And Shinsuke Nakamura wins by roller because the other guy gets distracted by some guitarist on the outside. Uh, yeah. Also, it was announced that Jimmy and Jey Uso will reunite to take on the Street Profits next week for the championship. 
And then lastly, we had Dominic Mysterio versus Robert Roode and Booyaka Booyaka, 619. Booyaka Booyaka, Dominic Mysterio won against Bobby Robert Roode um, with a frog splash, of course, off the top rope. Um, nice. So congratulations, Dominic, uh, getting into the groove or coming into a groove again, I guess. That was fun. Um, like, it was actually a decent match, I think. Overall, ups and downs, up the fatal four-way, up anything Owens and, and uh, Sami Zayn are doing, of course. Um, Dominic in the ring, not bad. Shinsuke could be so much better. Oh, man, I'm annoyed at this. And, of course, and the women's booking is just still very weak, unfortunately. So, overall, I still have to give it to AW compared to SmackDown. But SmackDown... It wasn't bad. It was fun with like a few eh, segments in between. But, but let me know what you think. What Did you prefer SmackDown, AW? Did Raw actually do well again? Should I watch it again? Um, what are your thoughts on NXT too? I'm still debating whether or not to add NXT to this one because we see quite some cool matches there uh, these days, as always actually. Um, so let me know what your thoughts. Um, shout out via comments, social media, email funkypod at gmail.com. And until then, don't forget to always kick out a two. Uh, stay safe, take care. See you next time.